The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich, a show that helps you live your best life. I'm so happy to be here with you today. And I thought it was time to do um, our famous two therapists in a studio drinking coffee, a takeoff on Jerry Seinfeld's Two Comedians in a Car. Um, and I invited my colleague and friend, Georgia Dow, to join me. And what we're going to talk about today, if you're just tuning in and wondering where this is going to go, is we're going to talk about the latest issues in psychotherapy, what we're seeing showing up in the office, and where people are struggling. And you might just find a bit of yourself in some of these issues. And not only are we going to discuss issues, we're going to discuss solutions. So um, stay tuned with us, and um, let's get into it right away. Georgia's on her way. She's not here yet. If you do want to um, write us a text or call into the show or go onto our Facebook and put a question, straight talk, Sandra Reich, no problem. Um, We're always happy to answer it. So I've been in this field for, you know, uh, I guess about 15 years now. And uh, some of you who follow this show know my history is I was a bartender for about 22 years before that. So really my entire adult life, I've been listening to the challenges that people go through and they really do fall into certain categories. So um, one of the biggest ones uh, is the issue of love versus respect. Uh, people are really into, and I certainly was, falling in love and love relationships and love relationships with your your family members and even love relationships with your children. Like, I want my children to love me. I want them to love me. I want them to be happy with me. And where it gets a little challenging is that love without respect dies. So what is the difference between these two things? And why does it get people into trouble when they don't command respect? Let's think about that for a moment. Think about a relationship in your life and think about um, if you're in this relationship and you feel tremendous love for the person, and but you don't respect them. Be honest. You don't respect them. What happens to the relationship as you start not to respect someone? So I had someone in my office this week and she was telling me that she looks down on her partner. She loves him, but she doesn't have any respect for him. And I I brought up the question, don't you think he probably feels that? Don't you think that when we don't respect people, people feel it? Question one. Question two is that um, when we don't respect others, do you think that they respect us? The problem is that um, in order to get respect, you have to give respect. These are a lot of cliches, but they're true. And if we don't show respect towards somebody, what starts to happen is 
they also will not show respect to us. And the problem is that not everything in life is about love. Think about it. Uh, You have an argument with someone and you don't agree on something. Is love going to solve the problem? I don't think so. So if somebody loves you and you have an argument with them, they might say to you, well, too bad. I don't agree with you. And that's the way it is. Is that respectful? It's not. And it's a problem. Let's also contextualize this with children. A few minutes before the show today, I was having a discussion with my own child and she was expressing to me something she was really not happy with, with me. And, you know, it's a rule in our household. I won't go into it. It doesn't matter. Um, but she doesn't like the rule and she's not happy with me. And I felt myself very torn. One part of me wants to make my daughter happy at all costs. And one part of me wants also to respect myself and to have my daughter respect the rules of the household. So we had to do something called negotiation. And that's a very important part of relationships. But again, there's not going to be a negotiation unless there's respect. Both our viewpoints have to be heard. So this is a big Uh, intro to another topic that's going to come up today, which is boundaries and consequences. And oh my God, that is the biggest topic that shows up in my practice in the years bartending over and over again. So how can you put down a boundary on somebody if there's no um, sense of respect in the relationship? And what happens when there's no boundaries in relationships with your kids, with your loved ones, with yourself? What happens? Think about it like this, and this will be also on our Boundary and Consequence show, which is uh, actually, we've done one and we're doing another one because it's such a big topic. Um, What happens to a world without speed limits, without stop signs, without rules? Think about right now going out of your house and there's no police and there's no rules and there's no speed limit. How would you feel? And it's funny because you're not here with me in the studio, so I can't hear your answer, but I do hear your answer. I know your answer. Your answer is you'd feel, maybe at first you might feel a little exhilarated about the no speed limit, no stop signs, but you'd also feel anxious. Isn't that interesting? Anxiety for not having rules? It's almost strange when you think about it. We always want no rules, but we what we want is not always what we need. So actually, if you go on that highway and there was no speed limits and there was no stop signs, you'd feel anxious, you'd feel nervous, the world will feel chaotic. So although we swear at the police and we get angry when the police give us a ticket, it gives us a sense of security that somebody is watching to make sure that the rules are being respected in the world. The same thing is true in your love relationships. So it's very interesting because we feel bad putting a boundary on our children. We feel bad putting a boundary um, on our loved ones and our romantic relationships. But it's a lot like the police. It's a lot like those situations that actually, although we don't like when the police give us a ticket, we're grateful that the police exist. So believe it or not, your kids, your family members, and your loved ones are grateful when the rules are clear and when they know the rules. We need to know the rules. We can't have the policeman come up to us and give us a ticket for doing something that we're not aware of this rule. Like, I'm sorry, I'm giving you a ticket because you're wearing mascara. That would be a problem. Uh, But when we know the rules and when they're clear, everything goes really clear and starts to make the world feel safe and a secure place. So, 
you know, again, the theme of the show is two therapists in a studio talking about current themes in psychotherapy. And the first one I want to put on the table for you to consider is that without respect, love will die of any relationship. And respect requires boundaries and consequences, and they're extremely important. So I ask you, I'm sorry, I'm just moving the microphone because Georgia is in the house. She's arrived. So Georgia is my colleague, co-therapist, amazing, brilliant woman and a dear, dear friend. And um, she's going to be chatting with me in just a few minutes about these themes, what's showing up in her office too. But I bet if I, you know, you've just walked in, you don't even know what I'm talking about. You just heard the tail end. But I bet you probably would agree that one of the themes that's showing up in in the offices and shows up time and time again is the idea of that relationships with love but without respect, whether it's parental to child. I mean, we're doing another show later today on boundaries and consequences. This is not that show, but we're talking about themes that when there's no respect and there's no boundaries and consequences, what happens? You work a lot with children. You work a lot with couples. What You didn't hear what I had to say, so you're not piggybacking. What are your thoughts? Georgia Dow. Hi. Um, I I think that one of the big things is that anxiety grows. I think that a feeling of of, uh, mistrust Mm -hmm. uh, develops because without boundaries and consequences, you're always being hurt and upset and you're not sharing it and you're not talking about it and you're allowing people to step on you or, or because other people aren't sharing their boundaries and consequences, you are this perpetrator that is stepping on others and don't know, you don't have this roadmap of how do we treat each other. And so it's a, a huge issue. And then you end up feeling distant and you feel upset. And if you're not going to be open about saying how you feel about that, you're going to become passive aggressive or you're just going to withdraw or you might not even understand why there's a problem here and, and think that the other person just should know. So, you know, the, the theme of the show is two therapists in a studio. Welcome to the studio. Brilliant. Georgia Dow uh, talking over coffee about themes and psychotherapy. Do you agree that one of my themes is boundaries, consequences, respect? Very important day to day operations in my office. It's what I'm always working on. And you know what? We teach what we need to learn because I grew up in a family where it was all about love, 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 love. And oh boy, when I first got out into the world, did I ever fall flat on my face because I was the girl who was filled with love. Right. And I got walked all over. Right. How right. come How did, I was so nice? How could be, that happen? Well, Because you, you can be too nice. And I think that often we are nice because we think that that's the nice thing to do. And it's actually a cruelty because you're not letting people know what is the right way to treat them. And that's, that's actually, you're so not doing it. So we teach people how to treat us. We do. And then if you don't teach people how to treat you, then really you're getting hurt and the other person does not know. And so it's a cruelty. In the end, it's cruel to yourself and that and to the relationship that you're in. And I think that a lot of problems at work, at home, and in parenting is because you have not given them that gift of proper boundaries and consequences. Excellent. So you know, we're going to go into the break just in a couple of minutes. So I promise the show will be about themes but also solutions what's mm-hmm. a strategy that people who are listening to this right now can take away and to start to put into their lives i'll give one and perhaps you can give one mine would be maybe 
be on the commercial or maybe tonight go home or if you're at home, take a piece of paper out and write down what are your boundaries. Oh, a lot sorry, of people, that was mine. Oh, that no. was so mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot of people don't even know. And people say, well, I have no you're boundaries. So right. It's you're so, so odd. Right, well, you need to have boundaries. Just like I said, the policeman can't go give you a ticket for not wearing mascara properly. He, you have to know that there's rules of operation. Isn't I like that, to call them rules. Isn't that a red flag, though, for you when someone says... I, I don't have, have any boundaries. boundaries. Isn't that your first, like, oh, no. Like, yes. wee, red flag, do, 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 do. Yes, yeah. there's a problem. There's they a problem. Have, but a yeah. lot of women say that. So yes. on one side of the paper, I would say, write down what are the things that are not okay. And if you're stuck, look at it this way. Would it be okay if someone slapped you? No. No. Okay, so you, someone you kicked, have a boundary. If you someone, have a boundary. If someone kicked your dog, would you be upset? Right. So you write them yeah. down, and then you're going to have to start to come up with what would be the consequence if someone did slap you. Yes. Okay, so that's my strategy. Give them one, George. Okay, so I'm, yes. I'm going to have to. You stole mine. You Sorry, stole mine. I didn't you, steal. ES, I didn't know. You ESP. Oh, she knew. Yeah, she of just, course. It's uh, my fault. It's all my fault. <laughs> did you hear how she blames her? We're going to talk about victimization on that. <laughs> Perpetrator victim. Oh, oh, I'm definitely the victim of this one. Oh gosh. Um, and I'm the perpetrator. <laughs> Don't believe that for a second. Okay. Sorry, we so get we go on responsibility. These, when we do two therapists in the studio, this is what happens. This is it. This is okay. what you should expect from this. Give okay, so give I'll give you one. One would be to actually verbalize it first by starting to say what your boundary would be, and then how would you tell someone else? So you practice alone without telling them if someone went over this Ooh. boundary. Sharing it out loud, how would you do it? Practice alone and Ooh. then practice with someone. Ooh. That's hard. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. Ooh, that was good. I, I like you. it. <laughs> so that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Am I still the perpetrator? No, no I think no. you like me now. I like you. Okay, like so we're going to take a break and we're going to come back with Georgia and myself, Sandra, on Straight Talk with Sandra Reese, talking about one of the themes that people are struggling with today. And you're going to probably relate to some of them because we do get to mm-hmm. see a lot of people. And yes. what can you do about it to make your life better? We're all about living your best life. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reese. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. 
Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. I'm back on one of my favorite shows that we do. We've only done this once before, but it was a people loved it and we like doing it. We have a good time getting together to do it. I'm here with Georgia Dow from the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and also co-director of Anxiety Videos. I definitely want to talk about that too today because I've heard there's some exciting stuff coming up in that company. So I want to talk about that. And I should also mention that you're also the host of many podcasts of your own as well. Do you want to mention some of them so people can follow you? Sure. They're they're mostly on technology. uh, Someone might be interested more show and I do uh, this week in tech and uh, you're on Twitch sometimes yeah and uh, you know tech news and uh, review which we talk about gaming and and movies and other things she's a pretty interesting person and I want to actually I'm going to lead on this and it's actually about you so I want to talk about the fact that you know I met Georgia very randomly and it's one of those maybe this is one of the things that I want to bring up that not so much the problems that people come in with, but how people who master their problems live their lives. And people who master their lives live their lives why are you smiling? It was your idea too? <laughs> no. Oh, you know where I'm going? Okay. Well, they master their lives. One of the key things is they trust life. Okay. So they, they trust that life takes you in a certain direction, like an ocean and you don't go against the waves. You go with the waves. So one day I get a call from this girl. I'm like, who's this girl? And she's like, hi, I heard you're renting office space. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not renting any office space, but you sound nice. Let's meet. And so we meet at a coffee shop and it's Georgia Dow. Uh, but she's not Georgia Dow yet because, well, she's Georgia Dow, but I don't know her Georgia Dowisms. Okay. And we sit down, we have this great coffee and I don't have, I don't have office space to really rent her, or I'm not really sure how that imagine that she saw an ad for me renting office space and I didn't actually put an ad. So do, 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 do. Anyways, we have a great talk and I find out she's a therapist. I'm like, come work for the team. The next thing you know, she's working for the team. And we, you know, I have such, um, admiration for her work at the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression. She does amazing work with clients. She's become uh, a top anxiety specialist. Uh, she came in as an art therapist and a therapist in her own right, but I think you really specialized when you got to the center in anxiety. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. And um, 
you know, so we've worked closely on many cases together, become obviously really good friends. And I think that first belief that I, that was mine, and I'm going to give one of yours in a moment, was that, you know, think trust that things happen for a reason. And I meet this wonderful girl, and I think this girl's supposed to be in my life. And she felt the same way. It was like she's nodding. Too bad you can't see her because it sounds like unrequited love. Otherwise, you can talk oh, into the mic well, anytime I, you want. Well, <laughs> I'm feeling a touch insecure. No, well, it's funny that you you talk about that because I think that that's a, the the thing that that you spoke about that I I felt really strongly about as well is that feeling of sisterhood. Yeah. And women, and I loved that because I think that it's something another theme that's really lacking is women standing up for other women and uh, your belief in how it's plentiful. And abundance and for care, everyone. and I think that that really uh-huh. one I think really shocked me. Um, and I I have a lot of women come in. I think that it's a huge theme of not having this feeling of trust with other women, and I think that we often see other women as competition, yeah. and that we try to undercut each other. And I loved the fact that you said, you know, that there's enough for any everyone, and that women need to stick together. And it was. Um, it was really lovely. It was a really lovely thing to to be able to have that and how you talked about how women need to have other women friends and to be able to be there for each other in a really true, genuine way. And so it's a theme that I see there. And I think that it's one of those wonderful parts of something that we got to share. And so I really appreciated that. And I'm like, wow, this is a really special person. Well, I really appreciate that. And I, you've, you've filled my brain with a lot of thoughts as you say that, because uh, yes, that's definitely an issue for women, but you touched upon scarcity mm-hmm. and scarcity is an issue for another big theme in the offices is people yes. who live their lives in scarcity, not enough money, not enough uh, men, not enough women, not enough um, success. Yes. Don't do well. Yes. They don't do well, and they are not the masters of psychotherapy. They're the ones who stay stuck. Now, would you why, agree? Why would you say that they don't do well? Like, what is the thing of scarcity that creates people not doing that well, like emotionally in relationships in life? What great, happens? Great with question. That? Great question. Well, you know, see, and it's very relevant, you know, as you face life challenges, as things come up for in your own life, is that the brain produces what it's told. So if you tell your brain right now, if you close your eyes and say you're in Hawaii and really imagine Hawaii, you might even get some sweat on your forehead because your brain will believe you. Yeah. Um, we've studied hysterical pregnancies where people believe they're pregnant and develop uh, big stomachs and lactating breasts. It's unbelievable. The brain yeah. believes you. So if you tell yourself there's not enough, yes, it, not enough men, not enough women, not enough money, not enough success, your brain will prove you right. Now, Georgia and my relationship is cool because she's an alpha female and I'm an alpha female. We are like type A's all the way in and go get her. So in theory, our relationships should not work. And we're in the same fields. Oh gosh. Which is another thing, right? With egos. Yeah. And if you're in the same, different fields, you can be like, oh, okay, it's, it's not that. That's even hard, like really, really rare. Like I'm, I'm very fortunate. I always say, you get me all teary again. <laughs> I hate you. Um, you. I always say how, how lucky I am to, to find someone like you because it's um, such a rare thing to be able to find that kind of a true friendship where you know that you're really cared about and supported in a genuine way. And, and um, I have to say this about Sandra. Is when, when something good happens for me, she is really gen- – you know when someone's genuinely happy versus when they're like, oh, I'm happy, but I want to stab you in the back at the same time, <laughs> which happens. Um, but she's genuinely, like, happy for me, and 
um, no matter what it is, she's there and supportive and caring and loving and, and really wants to hear about it and see and know more about that. And that's really rare in the world. And I think that it's, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a friend that, that really means that. Well, thank you. Right back at you. And bringing it back again to the psychology is abundance is linked with happiness. So yes. it perhaps might be me being yes. a very clever and strategic. <laughs> yes. And yes. Not, not necessarily. I mean, it is nice, yes. but it's also smart. You're right. Because, it's smart. Because whatever you are practicing, you're going to get better at. So if you're practicing seeing the negatives in things and seeing how you're lacking, then you're always going to feel lacking because that's what you're practicing. So if you practice being happy and this is good enough and I can enjoy this and I can take my time for that, you're going to get better at that. So in the end, if you want to get better piano, you'd play piano. If you want to get better at seeing the light in the world, then practice seeing the light in the world. So I'm going to, I love that. I'm going to set you up now towards where I want this to go, a belief system that I love that you teach your clients. So what makes people scarce? What feeds that machine? What emotion? Emotion feeds the machine of scarcity. What emotion oh, are we? There's, there's definitely a few of them. There's, there's jealousy. There's um, negativity. Um, what anger. keeps, what keeps people in that stuckness of not believing there's oh, enough? Okay, I hear you. <laughs> I got, it, I got. It. Victimization. You feel like, you know, poor me. You look at all of that and everyone else is better and doing more for that. And again, then we can talk about also social media and all of the things that also feed into that, which we do too much of, right? I think exactly right. But I think that I'd go one step further, even with the victimization, which will be a topic definitely after our break. But I, where I want to go is the fact that part of what keeps that, perpetuates that problem is the emotion of fear. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. And yes. I love something you teach your clients. First of all, let's, it's two therapists in a studio talking about common issues. So would you agree that fear is the, like, the, like maybe the number one issue that causes people to be paralyzed or up there anyways? Yes, I do. I do believe that. I, and not just other people in my own life. I think that a lot of the times, um, you know, people say, oh, well, this is too hard or I can't do this because of this reason or that. But really what they're doing is they're scared. They're scared of maybe failure. Maybe they're scared of success. Maybe they're scared of going out on the limb and it's not working out. But I think that often fear is the force that drives us away from where we want to go and stops us in our tracks instead of taking a step forward. But devil's advocate, you know, just so we get to where, you know, get to the antidote to this is life can be very fearful. We get thrown things sometimes that are very scary. Yes. I mean, so we're, fear-based decisions. What about those? Like, you know, if maybe I should be very careful in life. Um, you never know if you, you, you touch the wrong thing, you can hurt yourself. If you go to the wrong place, someone could hurt you. Um, there's a lot of reasons to be fearful. So what's, are not our clients right when they try to protect themselves from fear, Georgia Dow? Well, I think that in the end, do you want to, like, then, you know, you would stay inside of your home and never go out and never do anything and never try anything else new. Mm -hmm. And if that is the life that you want to live and that will make you happy, then all all the power to you to do that. But I, I really do believe that fear-based decisions are not the decisions that you should make even when you're making the right decision because of that. Uh, 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 that's the one. Ding, ding, ding. Say that again. A any decision based on fear is the wrong decision, even when it's the right decision. Give an example. So even if you... Um, you know, stop smoking because, you know, you had a panic attack when you had a cigarette. I don't like the reason for why you stopped, even though I would love for you to stop smoking. 
I think that you want to empower yourself and make decisions because they're the best decision for you, not practice having fear take control of your life because once it takes hold, it does not let go. So just this is one of my favorite things that you've ever come up with since I've met you. So let's repeat it because I think it's absolutely brilliant. So fear-based decisions are wrong decisions even when they're right decisions, meaning if they're motivated by fear, they're the wrong decision, even if it's a good decision. Yes. So if I'm going to the doctor 40 times a year to make sure I don't get any cancer or any problems, for example, because I want to be very careful. Yes. Because I'm scared of dying. Yes. You're saying that's not good? No, I'm, I'm saying that that's not good. I know you're saying that. Yeah. Because do you want... But I'm protecting myself from possible cancers. I, I love that you protect yourself. I don't <laughs> love that you have allowed the part of your brain that is non-analytical to have the keys to your car. Just like I wouldn't like it if you were drinking and driving. Because then you're drinking and driving through life. And I think that we are often based on fear and... Again, in some ways, fear will keep us alive. Definitely. If there's a tiger in the room, listen to fear. Like, it, like maybe I should add that one caveat. Unless there's an actual tiger, then, then run from the tiger. But, you know, most of us live in very, like, we don't have to worry about food shortages or invading tribes or other things. And so most of our life, fear is going to be the one that stops us. And that's what I see most of is fear is stopping us, not enhancing our life. It was there when we needed it to enhance our life and keep us alive. And now we don't, and we're letting it stop us from getting that promotion or going out to try something new or trying a new company or changing a job or getting out of an unhappy marriage or finding something that we love. It's stopping us instead of enhancing us. And I think that that's a huge problem and probably one of the biggest ones that we both see. Yes. Yes. Though I, though I understand. I understand it, right? Of course, it's a scary world it. out there. Yes. So even though I was playing with you a little bit, I think that our takeaway for the break is that we don't, living your life based on fear is not really living your life. Yes. So commercial break is about, you know, no matter what's been handed to you, do you want to live mm. or do you want to live? Yes. Do you know and, what I mean? And we can do that that beautiful exercise that you, that, that you do, right? Which is close your eyes and think, if there was no fear, oh, if yes. you were fearless, what would you do? Oh, think about that on the break. We'll be right back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Think about if you had your eyes closed and no one was watching and you could do anything without judgment, without anything going wrong, mm -hmm. what would you be doing? We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? 
Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Spa Munari is a full-service wellness day spa located at the heart of West Island, Quebec. Submerge yourself in beauty with one of our many treatments, specially catered to your needs. We offer facials, manicures, pedicures, hair removal, massages, body treatments, and so much more. Enjoy our ultimate relaxation experience with our spa packages. We offer a men's menu as well. Call us today to book your next appointment at 514-695-5040 or visit us on the web at spamunari.com. That's 514-695-5040 or spamunari.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We are back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. And before the break, we ask the question for you guys, and it's a really big question, actually, Mm -hmm. is if you close your eyes and imagine no judgment, nothing could go wrong, uh, nothing, nothing could go wrong, would you still stay married to the same person you're married to? Would you be in the same job that you're at? What would you be doing differently? I mean, it's it's so interesting because I come from a very fear-based family, and I actually developed the quality as a young child of being something that's called counterphobic, is my way of dealing with the fear is to be fearless. I was like jumping out of airplanes. Oh, this is true. You don't even know this I don't about even me. Know this? I'm so intrigued. Oh, I, my sister bet me a hundred bucks to draw, jump off a gigantic quarry when I was like eight, and I did it. Um, I wait, wait. Yeah. Sorry. And yeah. then what happened when you landed? I I jumped in the water. It was fine. I saw that my whole family was fearful, and I became the opposite. I hitchhiked across Europe. I I went and bartended in the States with $500 in my pocket. I was determined not to let fear run my life. Now, the thing that happened is that I learned that being counterphobic, which is going too much towards fear, is also fear. Yes. Okay. Oh, look. Oh. 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 I love that. You like that? Yeah, I'm yeah. counterphobic because I, I'm so, so scared of being fearful. Being scared. So I was like, I can do anything. So like maybe hitchhiking across Europe is not really in the Middle East, maybe not so brilliant. Okay, I don't think that was smart on my part. I'm su- surprised I survived it. But being counterphobic had its perks because it taught me that, you know, the Churchill statement is the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I think it's Churchill or no, I think it's Roosevelt. Anyways, is that fear is like, I would force myself towards things. And I think part of our draw towards each other is when I met you, you told me a lot about like your jujitsu history and a lot of your things that your fear of failure and how you also went towards things and pushed yourself. But now I don't find I live my life based on fear. And it's 
very liberating. Now, I'm not counterphobic anymore. I'm not jumping out of airplanes. I tell you every year on my birthday, do not make me jump out of an airplane. Right. Please don't. I'll be going alone. Go alone. Okay, because those counterphobic days <laughs> are birthday, over. They say alone. once you have kids, a lot of the like yes, craziness goes. Yes. Anyways, but I think that, you know, I think that if I were to ask us to do the exercise, I think, and I'd like you to answer, I think, I don't think my life would be different if I said, what would I change if I wasn't afraid? I don't think I'd change much because I try really hard not to let my life be ruled by fear. What about you? Um, I think that I think that I don't live my life by fear as much. I think that still sometimes I get stuck worrying about failure, and so sometimes I still can avoid things. Much yes, less. I avoid things. I still avoid things. So I think that I would do more. I think that there's some places where I've um, not done what I probably should. <laughs> Sandra's looking at me because she knows exactly what. Yeah, because did you do your home? No, okay, sorry. No, sidebar. No, She's no. in trouble. Well, that is no, true. No. I avoid things too that yeah. could. You know, they, Marianne Williamson says that people are less afraid of failure than they are of success. Mm. So if that may not be a fear of failure, it might be a fear of success because I happen to know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I know a lot of type A's, including myself, who take it to a certain level, but then just don't take it to the next level. Don't take it. And if I look back on my life, I think that that would be the thing is I would say, like, go harder, go, go do more. Balance, though. I'm not saying, you know, just you know, go do things to do things. Sometimes you also need to also, you know, live a balanced life where you can feel safe and secure and relaxed too. Yeah. I think that you need both skills to that. But I think that for me, I would not avoid as much as I do. And I would make sure that I am more diligent about hitting off the things that I want to get done. Well, what I like about what you're saying, which I think brings us to another thing for people to consider is that fear gripping, you don't feel gripping fear when you don't do that activity no, that you no, want to. No, no. So, what you're doing there is you're bringing up something that's very interesting. So we've got gripping fear, yes. which you don't live your life by, and I don't think I do either. And people are letting it paralyze themselves. So that's one big issue. But you're bringing up another one that I really like is that avoidance often just looks like, oh, I don't have time, but it's actually fear. Georgia just brought it up without even realizing it. Is And she's smart enough to know, because she's that smart. She's smart enough to know that her avoidance is really Fear. So when I don't do something, like I'm not good about going to the doctor. Ironically, I'm not good at that. And when you think about it, that is weird. And that if I, I what you did is you examine your avoidance. And if you look at avoidance, you're going to find fear. But my story in my head is not that I'm fearful. My story is I don't have time. That's a that is a really great subject because that's something else that I see all the time is that we are fabulous at lying to ourselves. Great liars. I would right. say that's the number one issue in the yes. offices, I'm going to say. Great, and it's hard to admit. And often that's why you can't – this is one reason why you're. it's great to have friends that are therapists or to go <laughs> yeah. to therapy yeah. because we can call it ourselves out on it. And, it, you know, if you're – you can actually figure out what's actually happening here because we. All, I often say I'm like, oh, I'm not going to work out today. And I'll say it's because – and I'll find a reason. And yeah. it, it'll seem, especially, unfortunately, this is if you're smarter, you're actually better at this. You can lie even better to yourself where other people are like, no, no, you're right, you're right. You know, don't, yeah. don't work out. Don't work out. Yeah. When really I'm doing it because I'm worried or I'm scared or I don't feel like it or I, I don't feel like spending the energy. But I won't say that. No. I'll say the we, other one that's lie. We lie so that we can do what we already want to do. Yes. And I think that that's a big issue is, is our own self-deflection. We're lying to ourselves. So we have to tell, I always say, you know, when I speak, I always talk about tell yourself the truth, even if the truth isn't pretty. But it's so hard. But that's, so, hard it's so hard to hard admit. You might not even know that it's not true. Like, it's nice when you have a friend that will actually say, 
well, what happened there? And then you're like, oh, wait, you know, you, you know, I we had, have this we moment with Sandra where Sandra would say, well, why, why didn't you actually, because I'm like telling a story and most, most people that, you know, would be like, yeah, 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 you're right. They were not horrible. Me. And then Sandra will be like, oh, Georgia, but wait, why, why did you not do that? And then I'll be like, <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> which is uncomfortable. That's Very why I avoided it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But really important. Well, you're you're great like that because I do ask a lot of why questions because I don't let myself off the hook. So I, unfortunately, I don't let people around me off the hook either. And you're great because you'll reflect on it and you'll you'll realize things. I remember you calling me once and saying, "Oh my God, I just realized I wasn't doing that PowerPoint because yes. I, my fear of failure was because <laughs> yes. I was like, I don't understand." So the thing is that for people is that we have to admit the truth. So when you don't mm. go workouts, is to just tell yourself the truth. Um, and it's okay if the truth it's is really off. because I didn't buy those shoes. I need to get my running. No, shoes it's first. because I felt like feeling sorry for myself this morning is why I didn't go workouts. And I felt like I was having a little tiny pity party. You know, that happens in life sometimes. And it's okay to have a pity party. We yeah. tell our clients that all the time. But, but be you honest have, about it. Honest, yeah. Be honest you can't keep it. using that excuse because you'll forget buying the shoes for a long time if you're using the shoes as an excuse because right. it serves a function. So um, it's another big theme that comes up is being honest. So, mm. you know, John Gottman, you know, he talks about couples. He talks about masters and disasters. And I'm today I'm borrowing from Seinfeld. I'm borrowing from Roosevelt. Why not also borrow from Gottman? And I would say, I would like to take his term and steal it a little bit. Sorry, Dr. Gottman. And, um, say that there are masters and disasters in terms of people who come to therapy. And mm. some of what we're talking about is the masters are the ones who are able to be a little bit more honest in session and the disasters where it's difficult. And we do charge a fair amount of therapy. Um, and it's difficult when the person keeps saying yes, but yes, but no, it's not that. So like, what is the block for people? Like, why do people, in your opinion, why are they so afraid of the truth? Like, the truth may be, I don't feel like exercising. Yes, I know it's good for me, but I don't feel like doing it. I don't want to. I, I think that for me, and I'll, I'll ask you for you, because it might be different for, for what you see, um, is that it's all, it takes a lot of ego strength to admit why I'm not doing something. I think that a lot of us had critical parents and felt like we were always wrong. And so now to be wrong again would be horrifying. And so we we often try to protect ourselves from that because of pain, because I, I can't carry that. It would be too much for me to be able to carry saying, you know, I'm I'm avoiding this because I, I'm feeling victimy or I'm feeling hurt or I'm feeling like avoidant for whatever reason that might be. And so that's usually what I would say that I see. What what do you often see for people that are just unable to really go there and it's an excuse that they're giving constantly. Well, I think that you hit it with shame. I think there's a lot of shame. And I think that ironically, it starts with the critical parenting. But I think when you think about it, it's almost slightly and it often shows up in very insecure, humble people, but it actually is a type of arrogance. And I tell them that. Oh, I like this. Let me show you how it's a type of arrogance. Because I say, would you apply that standard to someone else? And they go, Oh, no, I wouldn't. You know, if they say I must work out five times a week or seven times a week. Would you and if the person doesn't, would you say you're a loser? I can't believe it. And they say no. And I say, well, well, then you're being a bit arrogant because you're saying the rules apply to others and not to you. And the humble ones are shocked. They're like, arrogant me? But it is arrogant to have a separate set of rules for other people. Yes. It's saying that you're special and you're you're denying your humanity. And I do think mm -hmm. that our humanity is, and you and I agree on this, is what makes us real. Yes. And we all get lazy about working out. And we all get lazy about what we eat. And we all avoid things that 
feel tedious. And so I've tried really hard in the clinic, and I think that's part of our bond, to try to be as real as possible with people about my own limitations. And I think you do the same with your clients. And after the break, we're going to talk about anxiety and anxiety videos and um, some of the ways out. And I just don't think you can get out unless you're real with yourself. And I, when I tell my clients the areas where I fail, they don't look at me with disgust. No. Do they look at you with disgust? I think that it's refreshing. <laughs> what's, refreshing. what's your Martha Stewart theory? You have a Martha Stewart theory. Oh, I, th- I think that um, you nothing know, against Martha Stewart. No, no, no. Please but, don't but sue no us. one wants. Very few people would want to invite Martha Stewart over to have supper at their house. Yeah. Because they would be worried about being judged because she's such a perfectionist and you could never live up to that and when she went to jail people liked her better then. they did like her better and now she has some show with snoop dogg i know like her better now of even course. more because she's not seeming so perfect no she's human she's human, human now she's like you to or me is to be human yes yeah. and Amazing. i think that i was a nicer person when i had more humanity than when i didn't i, I wouldn't know. want to go to a therapist that was like i was perfect Hi. and high and mighty I well, would have topic. a really uncomfortable maybe, session. Maybe we'll squeeze that into is how to choose a therapist. There's people listening to us mm. as far away as um, Sweden, Norway. I mean, we have a huge following in Sweden. Hi, Sweden. And um, all over the States and Canada, all over the world. And people can't always get to us. And I think when we come back, I'd like to talk about the number one problem in North America right now, and perhaps in Europe as well, which is anxiety, particularly in the political climate that we're in. It's at an all-time high. What people can do about it, how to choose a therapist, and if not a therapist, what about these DVDs? Yeah. We'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing. Regain that loving feeling. Bring your intimacy to a new level and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at helpforanxietydepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or helpforanxietydepression.com. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety, featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety videos therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Isn't it time you chose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. I am back here on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich doing a show on two therapists in a studio drinking coffee. I don't see any coffee, but... Yeah, where's my coffee? Well, there's water. <laughs> water. Here, let's have some water. water. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Okay. On current <laughs> themes in psychotherapy and how they're affecting people out there and how we can be of help to you. And we do really... Um, we do the show and Georgia comes on all the time and I do the show... Um, it's 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 not it's not how we earn our living. It is really the idea is to help people live their best lives. And we do talk about the advantages of psychotherapy and finding uh, finding a great therapist is a life changing thing. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who go into psychotherapy to become therapists or psychologists, and they're not always the best therapists. Like sort of what you talked about, the Martha Stewart, nothing against her, but like, hi, my life is perfect. What's wrong with you? You don't want that therapist. And I'm going to put it out to you. How do people find a therapist? But I'm also I'm going to triple the question because you have to work hard here. Okay. The question is, how do they find a therapist? Um, Why is anxiety on such an increase? And if they can't find a therapist, how could the DVDs be of help to them? And what are these DVDs? So you have a lot to answer, Georgia. Go to work. Oh, goodness. Okay. So I'll I'll put one of the reasons. I think that a lot of people don't go to... see therapy period because they're worried about being judged. Okay. Um, and, and some I, therapists do judge and, and some ther- therapists do. I think that it's very uh, hard to share emotions with someone else. You may have trust issues. And I think that, I don't think that therapy is for everyone. I think that it's very useful and can be helpful. And I think that if you find a good match, someone that you can share that you feel comfortable with, like I'm the type of therapist that I would want to go to. I think that Sandra, you're a therapist that I would want to go to. And I, there's Thank not you. a lot of therapists, I know a lot of therapists, there's not a lot of therapists that I could really say that about, um, that I would feel comfortable about and that I would feel welcomed and carefree. So I think that that's a hard thing and I think that we need to spend more time looking for our therapists than we do for a car. It's more important. This is a very intimate experience and if you have a good therapist that you really feel comfortable with, it makes life so much easier. Um, so then the second question the, sec- well, the second question was... Well, okay, so why is anxiety on, so on the mm-hmm. rise? And what can people do about it? Should they get help? And what about these anxiety videos? Like, what's that all about? Right. So anxiety is a huge issue. It's one of the largest issues that we have that is facing today. And unfortunately, it's becoming... It's a greater issue. I think that one of the reasons for that is that we um, have been protected from anything bad happening. And we have not, not been teaching people the skills that they need to to really mitigate life. We learn how to drive a car. We learn, you know, we're not allowed to, to vote until a certain age, but we talk about people skills and we're not taught that and it really should be taught in schools. And so I think that there's a lot of issues with that. And that's how we came up with anxiety videos is that's so why tell, we, how did we come up with it? Why well, did we do this? Well, we go, we go out and uh, we we go out sometimes, you and I. We do. And it's we true. talk a lot about how well anxiety treatment works. And anxiety is the number one mental health issue in North America. It was uh, before the election. It's much more so since the election. We're living in a very fear-based society. Kids yes. have anxiety at the highest rate we've ever seen. We, Georgia and I, are concerned about it. And obviously, we're a very busy clinic and we're reaching a lot of people. We're very proud of that. But 
obviously we're in Montreal, not everyone's in Montreal. And we also feel, George and I, strongly, that to treat anxiety requires specialty training, which not every therapist gets. It's like you go to your GP for, you know, to get your checkup. But if you have something wrong, you have to go to a specialist. And so, and unfortunately, when you open your phone book looking for a psychotherapist or a psychologist, you don't know what they specialize in. So that's a good question to ask. And often people say what they specialize in versus, and it, it cannot, it's not always true what people say. You want to really check it out, look into it and, and see if you match. Now, you, you have a wonderful saying about anxiety and treatment versus anxiety and not treatment. Yes, um, it's the bottom line. And I feel it's not even a saying. It's, it's a, I think it's factual and I think feel very strongly about it. And here it is. Anxiety always gets worse without treatment and almost always gets better with treatment. And I say the almost always only if you don't find the right therapist, because if you do the work and you're with someone who's a specialist in anxiety, your life will open up. And if you avoid, your life will get smaller and smaller. So one day at one of our get togethers, we decided to put our sessions on DVDs and allow people, and they've really been very popular, allow people to do the therapy in the comfort of their home. Uh, But we've expanded on it. So tell people what it is, where they can get it, because they can get to see you and me together and yes. all our craziness and now, together. Now we have something special. So the, the if you cannot afford or don't want to invest in a full DVD, we also have short little clips on different subjects. Yeah. So which is nice and, yeah. and affordable. Like oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like five dollars Canadian. It's like yeah. almost free if it's yeah. American. <laughs> yeah, it's almost free. <laughs> what are the anxiety videos that we have at this time? So we've got session one. We've got the full sessions for anxiety treatment. Yeah. We're we're not finished, but we're almost finished. And we've got a specialty series too. Yes. What are those on? So we have boundaries and consequences, which is a really important subject. Okay. We deal we with started the show on that. Yes, parenting, sleep, and depression. And we're planning to do some. Uh, we're planning to do some stuff in the future. Also, some more stuff. Some, some really important stuff. St- important stuff, and taking people because a lot of people have written to us saying they enjoy the DVDs. Taking them to the next level. So one thing I would say is to go to the website, check it out. What is the website, Georgia? It's www anxiety-videos.com and they can buy bundles they can buy the short ones whatever you like um you're certainly welcome to come on the facebook ask any questions of georgia and i and if you're looking for a specialist in your city and you don't know how to do that you can write to us but really you're looking for someone who's a specialist in anxiety georgia i'll let you have the last word we're at that time why is anxiety increasing so much at this time what is going on Fear sells. I think that uh, media uh, is one big issue is that when we have fear-based information that's always brought to us, plus we hear about everything around the world right now immediately. So something bad happens halfway across the world. We hear about it now and there's a constant barrage of that. And I think that that's very damaging to us. And in the 70s, like crime was much higher than it is now, but people are much more fearful. Because we hear it instantly. Instantly and always. And so, you know, shutting off, um, listening to things that are uplifting and caring instead of you know the what news. you consume is really important. We talk about eating like junk food, food and bad yeah. things. Also, what you consume emotionally and who you surround yourself with is really important too. Great tip. Great tip. Thanks so much for coming on the show again. Two therapists in a studio drinking water, okay, discussing current issues in psychotherapy and how to really live your best life. So important. Thank you so much, Georgia. Thank you so much, Sandra, for having me and, and for doing this and reaching out to people. Stick around because this show, we are pre-recording this show, but we are also going to do another show together, you and I today, on boundaries and consequences. And 
by the time you hear this show, that show will have aired. So just go to straighttalksandrareach.com and you can listen to George and I talk about the important topic of boundaries and consequences in a family. Um, I'd like to uh, thank Georgia. I'd like to thank um, Spa Maneri for spamaneri.com for helping this show happen. Um, if you go on their site, spamaneri.com, and you see any treatments you'd like if you're in the Montreal area, they are kind enough that if you say straight talk with Sandra Reach, they will give you 15% off. You've got to love that. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. I, I, I hear from you from all over the world, and I cannot tell you what it means to me. So thank you so much for your notes and, and encouragement. I appreciate it. I, I'd like to invite you all to come back next week. We didn't talk today, Georgia. We ran out of time about retreats um, that come up on these topics. We'll talk to you about it another time. If you'd like information on our retreats, therapy, or any media that was mentioned on the show, just go to helpforanxietydepression.com. Uh, you can go on straighttalksandareach.com. And if you put a forward slash radio gifts, you'll receive all sorts of amazing free gifts, including some from Georgia. Check out the Facebook page, Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. Feel free to leave a question for me or for Georgia. She loves to hear from you too. You can hear about this show or any prior show as a podcast on my website, straighttalksandareach.com. Um, on the podcast, sorry, podcast app of your iPhone and on iTunes under Straight Talk with Sandra Reach. And you can drop me a line anytime at info at help for anxiety depression.com. My name is Sandra Reich, and I promise I'll help you learn to live your best life again next Thursday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.